How well do you know your hometown haunts? Here are some of my favorite Colorado ghost stories. Good evening, I'm Jay. Welcome to the second episode of Nightmare Nocturne. Tonight, I'm going to share with you some stories of my favorite Colorado haunts, and we are talking about way more than just the Stanley Hotel. Let's get started. Riverdale Road. Riverdale Road is located in the northern suburbs of Denver, Colorado, and has as many stories as it does curves in the road. One of the most popular tales is that of Joggers Hill. There used to be a dirt road crusting a hill right off of Riverdale. Locals say an unfortunate jogger was killed by a passing car. The driver never stopped. So the spirit of the jogger remains because they never got any closure. They say if you park your car on Joggers Hill late at night, and turn off the engine, you'll hear the jogger running towards you. Don't let him get too close, though. Story has it, he'll kill any motorist he can get his hands on. Another Riverdale Road story says the gates of hell are located there, which is why the road and surrounding area is so haunted. The gates may be to blame for the bodies that some say can be seen hanging from the trees. It may also be the reason for the phantom Camaro that haunts the road. Legends say it's an 80s IROC-style Camaro with a headlight out. If you come across it, it will challenge you to a race. Never, ever accept such a proposition. You won't win, and you'll pay with your soul. And our final Riverdale Road story is about the lady in white. She either suddenly appears in the middle of the road to make a motorist crash, or she's on the side of the road, seen weeping, depending on who you ask. The Third Bridge The Third Bridge is on East County Line Road at the bottom of a hill out past Aurora headed toward the plains. It is said the third bridge is the site of an Indian massacre. You can hear drumming late at night. And, if conditions are just right, you can hear screams. There's also been sightings of an apparition of a cowboy riding his ghostly steed across the road. This entity is not threatening. In fact, reports from people who have seen him mostly say he's just sad. This haunted location may be a case of what came first. The haunting or the tragedy? Back in 97, two cars full of teens drove into the night to see the third bridge after hearing the stories. Unfortunately, tragedy struck. The first car lost control upon cresting the hill above the bridge. The driver of the second car could not avoid striking the first. Two girls lost their lives. Some believe their ghosts still haunt the bridge to this day. Sadly, the legend of the third bridge claimed more lives in 2016 
Another car wreck occurred, extinguishing the lives of five people. Friends of the victims said they were on their way back from visiting the bridge. It goes without saying, if you're going to visit the third bridge, please drive carefully. Ridge Home. This is my favorite Colorado haunt and the site of a possible paranormal encounter of my own. The State Home and Training Center for Mental Defectives at Ridge opened in the early 1900s in Wheat Ridge, Colorado. As with many institutions across the country, Ridge Home was plagued with allegations of abuse. They shut the doors for the final time in 1991, and the buildings were torn down in the early 2000s to make way for a shopping center and apartments. Before being torn down, Ridge was a favorite place for local paranormal investigators, thrill-seekers, and dumb teenage pranks. The stories of Ridge Home are almost legendary amongst locals. Many of the stories center around doctors and nurses torturing patients in the name of science. There was a point in time in our medical history that it was thought disabled, both mentally and physically. People did not feel pain like the rest of us. Surgeries, organ removals, lobotomies, and the like without proper anesthesia, were rumored to happen with frightening regularity. There's a particularly gruesome story of staff performing a hysterectomy on a woman. She was strapped to a table, and they cut her open to remove her reproductive organs in an effort to help cure her hysteria. The woman screamed and screamed until she lost consciousness. Eventually, patients confined to Ridge Home had enough. Enough of the beatings, enough of the rapes, enough of the abuses. It was too much to bear. In an effort to fight back, they attacked the staff. The violent encounter climaxed with the nurse getting her head chopped off. The wild stories were a siren song I couldn't ignore in my late teens. I had to see this place for myself. The night of my encounter, I had been driving my little brother around to some of my favorite local haunts. I told him all the stories I could remember about Ridge Home. We decided to drive by the shuttered property. When we approached, the beams from my car's headlights washed across the main gates. Usually, the gates are locked and chained shut. But for whatever reason, that night they were hanging open. We drove through the gates. It was a hot, still July night. The grounds were quiet, minus the sounds of distant crickets. It was late enough there wasn't even the noise of a passing car. I parked my car in front of the main building and shut off the engine. My brother opened the passenger door, preparing to get out when something caught our attention. An old metal swing set towards the edge of the property started making a rusty, creaking noise. I turned to look at it and saw one of the three swings start to move. Only one swing was moving. The other two remained still. I had to drive past this swing set coming through the gates, so I had already made note of it, and it was still and silent when we drove by. My brother slammed the door shut while I twisted the key and my car roared back to life. The tires threw dirt and rock everywhere as I sped back through the gates in reverse and raced back into the night. 
That was my final visit to Ridge Home before it was torn down. Heritage Square Heritage Square is an amusement park located in Golden, Colorado. People report feelings of being watched by someone or something in the upper windows of the Victorian-style buildings that make up the shopping center of the park. There have been reports of music playing over the PA system when nobody is near the equipment. Hushed arguments have been heard when there's no obvious source for the voices. A former local paranormal team captured an EVP of what sounded like a little boy saying, No. Don't. The best known story is that of a young man. He lived in the Golden Area because he was going to hit it big with the gold rush. He never did find his way to riches by panning for gold, but he did find love. He met a beautiful Native American girl and fell head over heels in love with her. Naturally, her father would not allow the two to marry. The young man didn't have enough money, and he wasn't a Native American. The young couple weren't defeated yet. They made a plan to run away against her father's wishes. The father found out about the lovebird's plan and stopped his daughter from meeting her lover. Meanwhile, a brave from her tribe waited for the man at the spot where he was supposed to meet up with his lady love. When the young man arrived at their secret meeting place, he was met by the brave who killed the young man. When the girl's father told her what happened to the poor miner, she took her own life to join him in death. His ghost is said to be seen in the area looking for her. Meanwhile, her ghost can be heard weeping for her lost love. I hope you enjoyed these few stories of my favorite Colorado haunts. There's more to come, of course. But until then, sleep tight, little monsters. She's into the